I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. You are now entering a critical thinking zone. Thinking caps are required beyond this point. From deep behind enemy lines, deep in the heart of the Midwest, it's your host, Andrew Coppins. And it's time for Critical Thinking. What if I told you that Aaron Judge is the home run king of Major League Baseball? What if I told you that China had access to our election data? And what if I told you it was a WTF Wednesday? Well, all of that is true. I'm Andrew Coppins. He's Pat Oni. This is Critical Thinking. Thank you so much for tuning in. Of course, you can follow on social media. I'm at The Coppin Show. He's at The Pat Oni Show. And of course, on Instagram, you can follow at Critical Thinking Show. Um, wow. Wow, Pat. Um, we finally got it. It took almost a week. Aaron Judge hits home run number 62, not even just breaking the Yankees' all-time record for home runs in a single season. He does it last night just by the skin of his teeth on the season, right? Uh, what, two games left after yesterday? And um, so he breaks that record. He breaks the AL record, the American League record for most home runs in a season. And dare I say he is the all-time home run king? Uh, are you sure? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, the summer of 98. Yeah. Oh, wait, 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 wait. All three of those individuals were caught or admitted to taking <clears throat> performance-enhancing drugs uh-huh. during uh-huh. those seasons. So I, I have a question though, mm-hmm. 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 because I, I I think generally speaking that would be considered cheating, 
right? Correct, correct. So should we be recognizing them as legitimate home run kings? Because Barry Bonds is the home run king, right? Right. So so I have a question in regards to that. Mm-hmm. And, and that is, if if it was considered cheating, why didn't Major League Baseball forfeit those records? You know, it's a really good question. And I don't know if you saw the documentary on 30 for 30 about McGuire and Sosa in the summer of 98, that chase for the the home run title um, that took place that summer. I don't know if you saw it. I I don't know if you were paying attention in the summer of 98, by the way, because you would have been all of like, what, 10? 10. That's what I'm saying. I vaguely remember this going on. So... I have a theory as to why Major League Baseball is not disassociating itself from those home run records. And it's a two it's a two part theory. Part number okay. one of this is they don't want to open themselves up to lawsuits from Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa, especially baseball been very, very good to Sammy Sosa. He's a, a little, um, how shall we say this, lawsuit happy. Um, but. Um, the second part of this theory is that the summer of 98 saved baseball. And while we know that a lot of people in that era were cheating, was it cheating if it wasn't illegal? And I guess that's my question. And if it wasn't illegal then can you take those records away from those guys? And can you truly say that Aaron Judge is now the greatest hitter of all time? I think you can. Because I, I it, it, and here's the part that bothers me with these types of situations, right? Because technically Barry Bonds, technically Mark McGuire, technically Sammy Sosa, but watch Aaron Judge play baseball and tell me he's not better than all three of those players. At least better than Sosa and McGuire. Because I can make an argument that Barry Bonds' body of work prior to him deciding to take performance-enhancing drugs showcases an individual who is a five-tool player. He was a Hall of Famer without having to take those drugs. Well, absolutely. Absolutely. By the way, Pat, question for you. Has your um, fitted hat size changed at all in the last uh, 10 years or so? Because that's what happened to Barry Bonds when he took performance-enhancing drugs. Um, I'll give you a hint. Once your skull has been fully formed and once you um, grow into being an adult, your hat size ain't changing unless you get fat or, and fat in the head, or you take performance-enhancing drugs. And that's exactly what happened to Barry Bonds during the year where he hit 71. Right, right. Uh, was it 71 or 73? Or 73, excuse me. Yep, yeah. 73. At that point, what's the difference? <laughs> but I look at Aaron Judge and I think, okay, number one, we're, we're testing for these performance-enhancing drugs, right? Number two, does he look like somebody who needs to take them? No. No. Number three, he's a five-tool player, whether he hits home runs or not. And number three... He is an absolute. So if I'm building a way to market baseball in this era, 
right? It's Otani. It's Aaron Judge. And it's the pitchers like Brandon Woodruff and um, Corbin Burns in Milwaukee. That's why I'm marketing baseball around. Because they're fun people. Otani can hit and pitch like crazy. Right. Aaron Judge is, is absolutely amazing. And maybe you could do Juan Soto. Oh, uh, oh oopsies. Um well what about what about guys like uh well Clayton Kershaw's I mean maybe a few years ago you could say that. Right. Right. He he's on the back end of his career. Right. So right. I don't so, know how you market, but you look at Woodruff, Burns, Judge, Otani, right? Those are I think the four players that if you wanted to build a personality yeah. of the game around, those are the players you do it with. Because they are proven stars on the mound and at the plate. Uh, that's fair. That's fair. I, I, I also think that you could, if, if you were going to go on a, like a team by team basis, though, I think it'd be like the Los Angeles Dodgers. Per- perhaps you are correct, mm-hmm. but here's the rub again. They're on the West Coast, and it's very yeah. difficult to market West Coast teams to an East Coast audience. I'm just saying, like, if you're going to put out marketing material, right? If you're going to put right. out commercials, yeah. These are the four that, players that I look to. But that's why you do it player by player, though, right? Like, Oh, like absolutely. 100%. So, so I, I question whether or not Major League Baseball would take the step that they need to in this situation. And because for everybody that's in my... So I would say 45 and below. Or even 35 and up, maybe, is the way I would mm-hmm. go with this it's easy to recognize him as the best home run hitter of all time on a single season level because we know these people cheated. So whether or not he actually holds that record, but we look at the comments of Roger Maris Jr. last week, Pat, right? And the comments of Roger Maris Jr. last week were, it is time for Major League Baseball to recognize Aaron Judge as the best home run hitter, single season home run hitter of all time. It is time for them to strip those records and and give Aaron Judge that title. I don't disagree with them. No, but, I, I mean... what well, we could also give you the argument of, well, did the Black Sox exist or not, right? We all know that the right. Chicago Black Sox were the best team in, in baseball during that 1918 season, right? Right. Or was it 1913? One of the two. Um, but... I think, it was, I, think, I think you're right. I think it was 1918. Yeah, yep. So my point in that being... Just because you would take those away doesn't, you know what I mean? Like, we all know that they hit them. Right. But then again, do you not reward people for system uh, systemic cheating of the game? It, there's a lot of, to unpack in this. I would make the argument, this is where I come down on that, you strip them and you give Aaron Judge the title because it's clean. I don't. I don't disagree. I just don't see Major League Baseball ever doing that. They're I, too I, I busy really uh, telling us that there's going to be 30 rules before somebody can throw a pitch next year. Ugh. Have you seen that? No. So there is a pitch count, 
Uh -huh. or not a pitch count, a pitch clock, um, not only in between innings or the half inning, right, where I think you had three minutes, right, to warm up. Um, I think that's what it was, or two minutes or whatever it is. So that uh -huh. exists. Now you've got 20 seconds, okay, uh, between uh, pitches. So you're on a pitch count or a pitch clock. No. Yeah. That's stupid. And, by the way, the umpires must also, in that 20 seconds, recognize whether or not there are two infielders on both sides of second base and their feet must totally be not touching the grass. So it can't be like their tippy toes are touching the uh, inside of the dirt. It means all part of their feet, all parts of their feet have to be inside uh, the grass. Stop messing with the game of baseball. Oh, did I also tell you, Pat, that <clears throat> quote unquote for player safety and speeding the game up, um, they're they're making the bases instead of 15 uh, inches around. It's 18 now. So they're increasing the base size by three inches of pop. Stop messing with the game of baseball. There's like five different rules that ha that will happen next year that literally the umpire has to the umpires have to do at least four things prior to a pitch being thrown. And oh, by the way, if you violate the pitch count or the, the pitch clock, um, it's a ball. Also, the batter must not go fully once they step into the batter's box the first time, they must mm -hmm. not fully disengage from the batter's box again. What during the pitch clock, when the pitch clock is going, they must be inside the batter's box. And if they are not, it's a strike. And if they get caught a second time during that at bat, they're out. Stop messing with the game of baseball. Baseball is becoming the old version of the NFL, the not for not fun league. Yeah, um, I, I will say this, though. I do like that they put in the uh, Otani rule. What's that? So it's where uh, everybody, all, all pitchers are. Um, you have a designated hitter in all parks now. I don't like that. I, 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 I'm a purist. What what's the difference between the National League and the American League anymore? There is there is there isn't one. There should be. That's the point. Baseball is different. These were separate leagues for a reason. Just call it something else. Then don't call it the yeah, American but, League and the National League. It doesn't matter, especially since yeah, next no. year Major League Baseball is also making the initiative. Every team must play each other. I, no, no, I, I disagree with that too. But but here's here's my 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 rub with that is that I like the idea of a um a pitcher being able to hit even after he's done pitching. How? That's how Otani plays. So basically he's the designated hitter on on the Angels, right? So when he's pitching, if they take him out as the pitcher, he can still hit. Okay, so I understand that, but he's the only one that that applies to. There's not a single other player that that would apply to. I'm just it, saying it, it gives teams the option to do that. Yeah. No. See, I enjoy the it, 
What's been going on in the National League is is exactly why I hate American League Baseball. It's boring as shit. It's not fun to watch because there's no strategy involved. There's no, it's just straight do, 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 do. You know, here are the three things that are going to happen. There's no strategy involved. There's no nothing. And especially next year when we're getting rid of shifts and, and all of those things. And the ironic part about that, Pat, by the way, not to go on a complete tangent, is this. As this season has progressed, hitters have adjusted. That's the point, right? Throughout right. history of baseball, hitters and pitchers have adjusted to each other over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. Hitters are starting to adjust to those shifts, and I've said it for a very long time. I don't care that Christian Yelich or whoever rakes at the plate, right? Now, Christian Yelich hasn't done that for three years, but hey, in his prime when he couldn't hit to the left side of the field at all, right? What were they doing? They were placing the third baseman at shortstop. Throw a long bunt down the third baseline. Start hitting the start learning to hit the opposite field. It's an art. People have made a living off of that, by the way. <laughs> and now we're seeing it. We've seen a lot more bunting into the shifts. We've seen a lot more people taking check swings and plopping one right over third base. Now baseball is going to overreact to the, the to the shift and to the analytics side of things. It's baseball and its leadership don't know what the hell they're doing. They've ruined that game so bad. So, so bad. It's honestly almost unwatchable. Like I said, stop, stop messing with the game of baseball. With that being said, Pat, you know what else is really bad? Um, storing election information on Chinese servers. Talking about U.S. election data? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I have a question. Why would you do that? I don't really know. That's right, folks. We're starting WTF Wednesday a little early here on the program. We will still be doing the B or not the B. Do not your little heart worry. So overnight, this news breaks, Pat. CEO of U.S. election software firm Konek or Konek or Konek or whatever, arrested for storing data on servers in China. You might be asking, Pat, who in the blue hell would do something like that, considering they're, I don't know, allegedly an American company, right? Uh, I, I am asking that, actually, but yeah. <clears throat> Wait for this name. Eugene Yu. Gee, hmm. where does that name originate from? Can't imagine. You, 51, was arrested early Tuesday just outside of Lansing, Michigan, after prosecutors alleged that he improperly stored the information on servers in China. According to the Los Angeles County District Attorney, George Gascoigne. Now, George Gascoigne is a detestable horrible human being who has done what he has done to the county of LA. But you, who is the chief executive officer of a company named Conic, is expected to be extradited to Los Angeles in the coming days. 
Koenig allegedly violated its contract by storing critical information that the election workers in Los Angeles County. This is why uh, Gascoigne is going after these individuals, okay? Koenig allegedly violated its contract by storing critical information that the workers provided on servers in China. We intend to hold all of those responsible for this breach accountable. And prosecutors learned of the data breach this year through a quote-unquote separate investigation undertaken by the district attorney's office, according to Gascoigne. He would not say what the other investigation was or exactly when his office became aware of the breach. <clears throat> now, Koenig issued a statement that read, in part, quote, We are continuing to ascertain the details of what we, to, uh, what we believe to be Mr. Yu's wrongful detention by L.A. County authorities. Any L.A. County poll worker data that Koenig may have possessed was provided to it by L.A. County and therefore could not have been stolen as suggested. That's not what's being alleged, but hey. <clears throat> now, <clears throat> given the statement that was put out here, Pat, um, simple question for you. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Does this sound like a reputable company? No, no, it doesn't. Pray tell why. First of all, I mean, this sounds kind of treasonous. Second of <clears> all, <throat> mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. there's a conflict of interest here. Um, third of all, um, does this sound like a Chinese company <laughs> trying yeah, to cover its tracks? Now, here's the ironic part of this, Pat. On Monday, the New York Times ran an article claiming that uh, <clears throat> election deniers had made Koenig, the center of a conspiracy theory. The article also claimed that the election deniers had used <clears throat> quote-unquote threadbare evidence to suggest that Koenig had secretized the Chinese Communist Party and had given the Chinese government backdoor access to personal data about 2 million poll workers in the United States of America. And they claimed that the investigations against Koenig demonstrate how far-right election deniers are also giving more attention excuse me, to new and more secondary companies and groups. And we're to believe that the election wasn't stolen. Connick, based in Michigan, had been contracted by both Los Angeles County and Allen County, Indiana, to work on quote-unquote election logistics such as scheduling poll workers. The Times states that Connick had said none of the accusations were true, and it says that all the data for its American customers were stored on servers or services in the United States and that it had no ties to the Chinese government. The Times lamented the damage done to Connick's reputation by these election deniers who claimed that the company had ties to the CCP. That was on Monday, Pat. On Tuesday, the Times had to write that you had been arrested and that data collected by Connick had indeed been stored on servers in China. True the vote. Um, you know, that super right-wing election-denying group, oh, wait, <laughs> stated that they were able to download the personal information of some 1.8 million poll workers from, from Conic servers in China. True the vote, pass this information on to the FBI. That is a violation of all sorts of election laws, Pat. That is a massive violation of election laws, not to mention the violation of um, all sorts of 
how you store personal data. And you now wonder why the American people have trust issues with our election system. Uh, Connick. Yeah, I, I really got trust so, issues now. So, question for you, Pat. Uh huh. If you truly were not tied to the CCP, or if you truly had no ties ties to China, right? Wouldn't it be pretty easy to say something about this being a mistake and? We take election integrity seriously, blah, blah, blah. All this is uh, not true, blah, blah, blah. Instead, what are they doing? They're going the, you're just a bunch of election deniers, and um, this is information that couldn't have been stolen because it was provided to you and us by Los Angeles County, dot, dot, dot. Does that sound like a company that has integrity? No, but I'm also curious. Are are they going to still be saying that uh, when they're sitting in jail? And we're supposed to believe that our elections are safe, secure. Most importantly, um, no foreign influence in our election at all. Mm. And most importantly, Pat, even if they didn't influence the election directly, they now have got 1.8 million people's personal data. What the hell do you think the Chinese are going to do with that information? Pat? Why? Why uh, Why are, are those things it? just magically stored on Chinese servers as opposed to, I don't know, the millions of options available to you right here in the United States of America, some of which are right in your backyard, right, Pat? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, you know what they're going to do? They're going to influence future elections. That's what they're going to do. What? They're going to influence future elections. That's what they're going to do. Watch it happen. Or at least they're going to try. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So before we get any further into the WTF stories of the day, Pat, I think it is also time for us to play the B or not the B. Are you ready to do that? To do that? Oh, I'm ready. To do that? I'm always. Apparently, I can't speak English or Chinese today. No, you can't. I can never speak Chinese ever because I don't know how to. And apparently, I also don't know how to speak English today. And I usually do. Mm. You're debatable. It's debatable. You're debatable. Mm, I I know I'm debatable, but anyway, that's you ready for today's headline? Yeah, yeah, sure. Today's headline: SNL writers forced to make fun of Trump again, as there is nothing funny about current president. SNL writers forced to make fun of Trump again as there is nothing funny about current president. Is this the B or not the B? That is the question. Hmm. And uh, while you're thinking about that, Andrew uh, Coppins, uh, wh- wh- what do you got in your coffee cup there this morning? Um, I've got some coffee brand coffee. That's what I've got. It, yeah. Mm-hmm. And and is is. The, the coffee brand coffee, something that the, the, the folks should uh, invest in? Um, yes, but I do have a, uh, a question back at you, Pat. Do you like hot cocoa? I do, actually. Okay. Well, guess what? Coffeebrandcoffee.com also provides you with small-batched hot chocolate. 
That's right. You can get Ooh. multiple versions of hot chocolate. So if you are not a coffee drinker, um, for whatever reason, health related or whatever, you can go to coffeebrandcoffee.com. Get yourself some hot chocolate for the coming winter season. Again, go to coffeebrandcoffee.com. Enter the promo code critical think. Excuse me. Enter the promo code critical thinking at checkout for five percent off of your purchase. Just for kicks, because we we do have a Keurig for hot chocolate. Mm-hmm. Um, is it is it is it Keurig available? Um, let me check on that for you. Let me check. I'm gonna go with probably not, but I don't know. No. Oh, okay. Well, let's... we'll find out. We'll find out. Nope. Nope. Darn it. I'm not seeing it. I'm not seeing it. But well, that's hurtful. There's a there's a good there's a good piece of news, Pat. All you need to What's do that? is uh heat it up in the microwave or on the stove. Oh, okay. Fair enough. They Fair also enough. have velvety hot cocoa, caramel hot cocoa, and marshmallow hot cocoa available for your uh needs here, Pat. Alrighty. I I I I'm definitely gonna be looking into that then. It is made with real cocoa and marshmallows, by the way. Okay. No artificial sweeteners, no preservatives, no artificial flavors or colors. Just straight right. up good hot cocoa. Definitely looking into that. All right. So go to coffeebrandcoffee.com. Enter the oh. promo code critical thinking at checkout. 5% off your purchase today. SNL writers forced to make fun of Trump again as there is nothing funny about current president. Is this the B or not the B? Andrew Coppins, your answer. I still want this to be not the B, but this is definitely the Babylon B. Are you sure? Um, I'm about as sure as you are that your Cincinnati Reds are hot garbage. As I'm sure my Cincinnati Reds are what? Hot garbage. No, no, that's an insult to hot garbage. Ouch, man. Ouch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how bad they were this year. In any case, you are correct, though. This is the Babylon B. And your Reds are garbage. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're worse than garbage. But yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Saturday Night Live has launched yet another season featuring more parodies of former President Donald Trump. The cast and crew stated they would love to make fun of the current president, too, if only ever he did anything at all deserving of mockery. Sadly, we just can't think of anything funny to say about the 80-year-old president who talks to ghosts, wanders aimlessly around the room, and says weird racist things at inappropriate times, said producer Lauren Michaels. Oh, well, time to make fun of Trump again. According to sources, the rest of the cast felt the same way. Are there any jokes that we can make about the most powerful man in the world who says things like lying dog faced pony soldier? Oh, crap. <laughs> I'm coming up empty here, said Keenan Thompson. Believe me, we love the first parody Biden. If, if he is so much as slipped on the stairs, crashed his bicycle, claimed to be Puerto Rican or flat out exhibited all of the defining symptoms of dementia. When confronted by journalists, Lauren Michaels replied, look, our job is to satirize the biggest, most important issues of the day. Like a president who is no longer in power and living in a go- at a golf resort. We're not here to ridicule the man in office who sniffs kids and makes up nonsensical words. Now, maybe if he had an unlikable VP who talks like a seven-year-old child in speeches, we'd have some good material. 
At publishing time, SNL producer Lauren Michaels finally caved and directed his team to tell some jokes about Biden once they hire a single funny cast member. <laughs> wow. Well done, Babylon B. That was actually really well done. Yeah, very well done. All right. So with that being said, Pat, it is also time for us to continue on the WTF one. And I've got a WTF story for you. Um, and it's one that has come out of the state of Georgia because we talk about October surprises and people pulling out uh, all the stops, if you will. Right. And what have we seen in the state of Georgia? The Raphael Warnock and uh, Herschel Walker race has tightened, to say the least. And um, some polling has Herschel Walker winning that race. Um, in fact, quite a bit of polling these days has Herschel Walker narrowly, like within the margin of error, right? Within a 2 to 3% uh, area winning that race. Some still have Warnock winning that race. But I was gonna say, if you're within the margin of error, it usually favors the incumbent. Yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll mm. see what happens. But that notwithstanding, the October surprise is suddenly Herschel Walker is a horrible human being who um, alleged allegedly um, decided to tell multiple women to get abortions. And um, he's got four kids by four baby mamas and has nothing to do with any of his kids. And, oh, wait, the person who's speaking happens to be an absolute political activist named Christian Walker, one of the sons who also happens to be, wait for this, Pat, <clears throat> quote-unquote queer. It doesn't have an agenda to, to to grind at all, right? Wait, it's one of Herschel Walker's sons? Uh-huh. Herschel Walker has multiple kids, by the way. Uh, I'm Walker sure he does. has asked somebody for an abortion in his own handwriting back in the day. Hmm. Mm -hmm. And what has he been running a campaign on? Family values, right? Right. So I want to get into this, but um, I don't want to get too into the weeds on this one. But all I want to say on the WTF side of this is. Do principles or winning matter? And I'm going to give you this video. So does this change anything? I, I mean, do you want my opinion? Are you listening? Not a damn thing. How many times? Have I said four very important words? These four words. Winning is a virtue. What I'm about to say is in no means a contradiction or a compromise of a principle. And please keep in mind that I am concerned about one thing and one thing only at this point. So I don't care if Herschel Walker paid to abort endangered baby eagles i want control of the senate if the daily beast story is true you're telling me walker used his money to reportedly pay some skank for an abortion and warnock wants to use all of our monies to pay a whole bunch of skanks for abortions and yes when they're used predominantly over 99 percent of birth control and it's my taxpayer dollars you have invited me up in your business and I will use whatever descript I would like to. Thank you. So 
It doesn't change anything for me. I don't know if he did it or not. I don't even care. Huh? Okay. Is, Is winning a virtue when you basically sell all of your other virtues? When you is winning a virtue if you have to sell your soul to win? Is is winning a virtue when you sacrifice all the principles and values you claim to stand for? That is absolute reprehensible. That is absolute deplorable, apprehensible by Dana Lash. And I want to be clear on this. Look, everybody has a past, right? My past is checkered. Your past has whatever it has in it. Everybody's got stuff. Everybody's got stuff. Okay. There's a difference between everybody having stuff and having that stuff and attempting to shove family values down somebody's throat. Right. As if you currently have it and you haven't. uh, Let me be clear on this. You have yet to atone for those sins. If this is true, I I agree with Dana Lash. As long as this is proven to be true, he owes an explanation as to how his life has changed. I agree. And what has he done? And Christian Walker, one of his sons, who basically he alleged has never been involved in his life in any way, shape, or form. Um. That's not family values either. How do you atone for that? Right. How do you do those things? Can you, can I vote for somebody? Is the devil that I know that is Raphael Warnock, right? And I am being serious about that because he is a preacher, by the way, in a church or was a preacher in a church. That's all you need to know. Who supports abort all the babies all the time Mm. on demand. Anytime, anywhere, right up until the the second that he could shove it right back into the birth canal to kill it. Is that devil better than the devil you don't know in Herschel Walker? And what do I I mean by that? Herschel Walker is telling you who you think he wants you to be. Or he is telling you whom he thinks that you want him to be, right? Mm-hmm. Who is he? That's really? not authentic, by the way. This is my issue. Is that his authentic self, or is the other stuff in his past irrelevant today? I don't know the answer because he refuses to answer for it. That's a problem. Because because here's the issue for me, Pat. You don't owe me a damn thing. I don't live in the state of Georgia. No. You owe the voters in the state of Georgia everything. You owe them the truth about the matter, you owe them the truth about your change in life. Because one thing that I do know about Herschel Walker is that, yes, early on in his life, he was a playboy, right? He was the the epitome of the early 90s athlete, right? Right. What changed? Has he actually changed in his life? I know that he has because... I know through things that he has talked about that he has changed through Christ, but 
how do I know that that is your core if you are unwilling to address the previous version of yourself? So I agree with Dana Lash on this, that winning the Senate back matters because it is our way forward to creating a, a sandbag, if you will, against the spirit of the age. It is well, one way in which we can do that. I don't disagree But it is not the end-all, be-all that is worth giving up your values, your principles, your morals just to win. And that is where I part ways with her. And that's where I think this is a WTF. Because you are literally becoming the thing you hate. Exactly. How many times have we seen Dana Lash and others win at all costs? No, 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 no. What is nope. the price that you're willing? What is the price that you're about to pay to get Herschel Walker? These are two donkey candidates, as we have talked about in the state of Georgia. Two absolutely terrible candidates. Alabama sent Tommy freaking Tuberville to the Senate to do what? An F grade on conservative review? Let me be 100% clear on this. I also happen to believe that, again, just because you have a past doesn't mean that you're a hypocrite today. No. No. But the difference between a hypocrite today and a changed individual is what? Atonement. Admission. Showing remorse and change. And what I see from Christian Walker, who I, I'm not going to comment on the pain or the previous life that he has had. I'm not going there because I don't know and I can't pretend to know that. But what I do know is that currently today, there's questions because he is what? A queer activist. Where is this suddenly coming from in the month of October? Oh, we stayed silent long enough. You could have come out and sandbagged him in the Republican primary, right? You could have sandbagged him uh, at the very beginning of the campaign. Mm -hmm. But now you're speaking. And now this story, this abortion story is being. <laughs> that smell so, so, sounds wait. like October surprise full of bullshit. Well, it, it, here's I've said this. How many times have I said this? politics is timing oh a hundred percent a hundred percent they've been they've been sitting on this story for a very long time and if if walker was smart he would have been out in front of this and he would have been telling his story for the past year right tell the story of how i changed right tell the story of how i did bad things and i have atoned for them there's a problem with that, though, because Christian Walker and others can say, really, you've atoned for it, except for you still aren't involved in my life. Now, you can also say, well, you're a grown-ass adult. You could have let him into your life, and you haven't, right? Right. Now, with that being said, uh, let's continue down the WTF train. Next WTF story, Pat. Well, this one comes out of the uh, bag of Andrew's correct predictions. Oh, no. Trans surgery poised to become a $5 billion industry. So as you've been saying the last few days, it's all about the 
money, 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 money. <laughs> that was good harmony there, Pat. Good harmony. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Thank you. We're, we're working on that. Um, yeah. I mean, this is, they've said the quiet part out loud and, and we've just exposed it. You know what, again, like not to beat a dead horse or anything, but again, part of the steps on reviving Liberty is to shine a light and it's shining a light using their own words. They hate that. It's true that you do it. They hate it so much. So that as we, I think briefly discussed yesterday, that they're trying, the American Medical Association is trying to sick the Department of Justice on anybody who dares to speak out against, quote-unquote, gender-affirming care. There is no greater evil in this country today, no greater evil than what this spirit of the age wants to do to our children. This is becoming a fad. There's no way in hell this is a $5 billion industry if it's just based off of real gender-affirming care, if you will. And and I he- I hesitated there because I hesitate to use the word gender. Because why? Gender is just a construct. Gender is just a construct of queer and quote-unquote gender theory. Gender is language, by the way, folks. This that that's the only way that this term has ever been used in the history of the world. It's always been sex, because it's based in biology and truth. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I, I want you to understand this. This is about bend the knee or die. Okay, this is what this is. And I and and I'm not talking literal, in some cases. But I'm starting to question whether or not that is what some people mean. Because what they mean today is they're going to drum you out of all sectors of polite society. You're not going to be able to, if you don't conform, you are not going to be able to get a loan. You are not going to be able to deposit money in a bank. You are not going to be able to form a corporation or an LLC. They are going to look at all of your history, right? And decide whether or not you get to be part of society. They're going to boycott your businesses. They are going to ruin your life until you bend the knee. And if you don't, they're going to make sure that you can't live. You won't have a living. You can't make a living. You can't build a business. Nothing. You won't have anything. And we... we, Think about this, Pat, right? Why are they going digital currency route? Why are they doing that? Why would the government go digital currency? Why? It's because they, they have control. the ability to what? Control thought, control speech, control everything. Yep. Okay? And if you don't subscribe to ESG, or if you don't subscribe to Spirit of the Age of the Day, right? If you don't subscribe to all of those things, and, and you're not a good person, except for I follow Christ and the teachings of Christ. If you don't bend the knee, they're going to drum you not just out of social media or whatever have you, right? They're going to drum you to the point where you're on the street or you die. 
It's that simple for me. That That is the end goal for a lot of these people, even if they're not willing to say it right now. Because right. I have a question for those people who want to deny people loans, who want to deny people livelihoods, who want to deny people um, the ability to bank, the ability to do it. If you deny that, if you deny somebody that, how are they to survive, period, period, point blank? Oh, sir, you're, oh, we have a digital currency. Sorry, sir, your money's no good here. Wait, what? Look at what's going on in China right now. Not only are they at the point of a gun making sure that you jab yourself over and over and over again, but they're stealing your money. They're stealing the money of the Chinese people, and suddenly it's not their money anymore. It's the money of the Communist Party, and, and they've, they've uh, made that money public money, not private money. What do you do? What do you do when that happens? You bend the knee or you starve yourself to death. That, that's the reality of the situation that we're facing. Five billion dollar industry i guarantee you as we continue down the spirit of the age road if we continue down this spirit of the age road which looks highly likely unless something drastically and quickly changes this five billion will be 50 billion in five years oh absolutely absolutely and it's disgusting because it's making money off the backs of unscience there's nothing scientific about i let me be clear on this pat nothing is scientific about giving a 10-year-old pre-puberty hormone blocking drugs. There, there's, there's nothing also scientific nothing. about lopping off a 13-year-old's uh, breast tissue or the or taking tissue from or skin from um, somebody's underarm to give them uh, a fake uh, women's parts. And then making sure that men know how to tuck before they lob it off. There's nothing scientific about what is going on. It is horrible. It is mutilation. And it should not be allowed. And at least shouldn't be allowed until you're the age of 18. Because at that point... You're, you are an adult, and if you want to mutilate yourself, guess what? That's on you, bro, or that's on you, gal. I will say this, though. Even if you are 18 and are considering doing that, there's still nothing scientific about self-mutilation. Oh, 100%. Yeah. But there's a lot of things that are not scientific that people do to themselves, right? That, oh, uh, that, you mean hey, the Hey, man, yeah. hey. You go ahead and do that, but don't come crying to me is my, is, you know, like it's, right. it's the old uh, parents adage. How many times have I told you not to stick the light bulb in or stick the penny in the light bulb socket? You know what I mean? In the light socket and you stick the penny in. Don't come crying to me. Yep. It's just kind of like how many times your parents told you to speak proper English and you can't do it. Dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of COVID, um, current former IRS employees took thousands in fraudulent COVID relief, spent it on Gucci, a Mercedes, and trips to Vegas. 
And that's all I have to say to that. Okay. Okay. You want you you want another one then? Sure. Yep. Mm-hmm, oh, mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, um, James Madison rep invites Lizzo. Yep. Uh, excuse me. Hold on a second. The um, artist that never was Lizzo to tour his Montpelier estate after she twerked with his crystal flute. So I will say this in defense of Lizzo. She is a classically trained flutist. She is. Mm-hmm. She is, which is fine. But what in the absolute hell? Like, can you have some sort of respect for history and the things that you're... What's next? Uh, Lizzo doesn't just twerk with the flute. She plays with it. Uh, here's the thing. In if public? She just, if she just played the flute, I'd have less of a problem. Right. I, I, I really would. Great. You played James Madison's flute. That's kind of what it was meant to be done with. It, like, Right. Okay. I don't got a problem with that. I have a problem with sexualizing this. Like, what, what the hell? I do. Why do you need mm-hmm. to go up on stage wearing nothing? As if this is empowerment and as if you're some brave soul. No, you're not. She's a terrible human being. She is literally up there with Chrissy Teigen for me on the uh, terrible human being scale. It, honest yeah, to God, on yeah. a celebrity t- terrible human being scale, is there anybody more terrible than Chrissy Teigen? Uh, I mean, that's maybe Ben Midler. Yeah, maybe. Maybe Whoopi Goldberg. Maybe. I mean, I mean, I think there's some you could make arguments for, but it's hard. I'm hard pressed. I am very hard pressed. I mean, we're we're we were being gaslit to now have to believe that uh, Chrissy Teigen's miscarriage was a purposeful abortion. It was really an abortion, and that's what they're sad about now. Her and John Legend. Also, is there is there a more inauthentic fake individual on the male side than John Legend? No, because how can you be married to Chrissy Deegan and be a really good guy? Also, she holds what belief system that you're backing up? Okay. Yeah. Show me your friends and I'll show you who you are. Show me your wife and I'll show you who you are. Mm. Got one more for you. Oh, hell no. Speaking of, of morals. Uh, Billy Eichner, I'm assuming that's how you say his name. Billy Eichner blames straight people after bros movie bombs. So those, for those of you who have been living under a rock and haven't been paying attention to other, uh, libertarian and conservative talk, um, bros is a, um, romantic comedy for the gays. Yeah. Oh shit. I can't use that. It's, It's for the homosexuals now. Or I don't think am I not allowed to use homosexual because it's gay? I don't think you can use the term gay anymore. No, you can use the term gay now. You can't use the term homosexual because that's offensive. Huh? Because remember, you had to use the term homosexual because gay was a slur. And now that gay is not a slur, it's homosexual. That is because now you're defining people as, uh, being sexual with 
one sex. Uh huh. And and that is bigotry. So so are you also saying in in the same breath that heterosexual is also well you see hateful? because assuming somebody's gender is bad enough right but then you're also assuming that they're only attracted to that specific other gender that happens to be the same gender i mean biological set Ugh, what the f I can't even keep up anymore but folks this movie Okay, bros, a rom-com for the gays. So if you're straight, Pat, and you don't want to watch gay, sexual, intimate rom-com behavior, yeah, you're a bigot? I have a question. Um, yeah. Now, I, I understand, but... I understand that it's harder for the gays, if you will. Um, I'm using that term loosely, folks. Um, to not see heterosexual activity in uh, movies, right? And in videos and normal culture. Sure. But do they go seeking it out? Also, yes. What? Wouldn't they though? I mean, because like, if you're gonna go see a movie that that you know no, has no, no. a romantic scene in it, right? But they're not seeking it out. They're, you know what I mean? Uh, mm. Like, they're not actively like, I can't wait to go watch Jennifer, you know, well, okay. uh, Jennifer Lopez in, in and sense, whatever. Go go at it. No, in that sense, you're right. Right. Mm. So, I'm a pro I, I'm the problem for not wanting to see that. On the opposite. I'm not attracted to that. Why the hell would I go see that? It turns out, Pat, that creating a niche movie for a niche market and throwing it on 300 or 3,300 screens and making only 5 million while putting $30 million into the uh, marketing of it, uh -huh. let alone how much it costs to. Oh, it's all bigoted. And you're a bigot if you don't want to see dudes blowing dudes. Yeah, no, no I'm not. No, no. Not. Yeah, I also I don't really care in my rom coms yeah. to see dudes and ladies going at it, like actual, like you know, the the physical act. I, I don't need to see that in a rom com, right? Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, like also, what's romantic about that? <laughs> also, you're serving a niche market. Mm hmm. Did all of the the gay people all over the world go see it? Apparently not. But we're assholes for not wanting to see that, Pat. Yeah. See what I did there? Yeah. Let's see what you did there. And with that, Pat, your final thoughts. Don't get lost. Remember who you are. No means no. And stop ruining baseball. Please be smart. Be safe. Be kind. As always, Matthew 547.